Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern, Ned Reynolds, in the studio on a Monday morning. So, regular season for basketball concluded on Saturday. Now the tournament starts to head towards the flashpoint. Is that right? That is exactly right, and that's what's happening. And it is a very big week coming up because this is when almost all, not literally all, but almost all the Division One teams take the courts for their conference championships. And this is where the field will be decided for the NCAA. Selection Sunday is next Sunday on March the 12th, day after we turn the clocks ahead. And we'll find out where everybody's going to end up. Missouri State Lady Bears, however, have their conference tournament this weekend, and they are going in stumbling. They got smoked in their final two games, lost a position in the first round. They have to play in the first round now. They didn't have to originally. And now they'll be playing on Thursday against Bradley in their first round. This means winning four games in four days, and that is very tough. Tough, tough, tough really to do. Is. Now, the Drury Lady Panthers won their conference championship, beat Lewis University yesterday, finished at 30-1, and and they're headed to the Midwest Regional in Ashland, Ohio. And who did they play in their first round? <laughs> you guessed it, Lewis University again, second time within a week. These teams, this will be their fourth meeting of the year with Lewis, so... Hey, anything can happen after you play the team that long. Big 12 Conference Tournament in Kansas City at the T-Mobile Center. Yeah, which, it's now the T-Mobile Center. It was, used to be the Sprint, now it's T-Mobile. Uh, it's Whatever it is, it's yeah. big and it's a great Downtown. place for basketball. Downtown, you can't miss it. That is where Big 12 opens up on Wednesday night. Uh, Kansas will be the top seed and they'll play Thursday afternoon. The SEC Tournament is in Nashville at the Bridgestone Arena. That's where, the, that's where they have all their basketball and hockey and that all goes on the nashville predators play there anyway it's huge arena mizzou won't play until friday the tournament opens up on wednesday but mizzou is the fourth seed and they won't play until friday arkansas will play on thursday so this is a big deal all culminating with the championship on sunday and here in town well we'll talk a little bit more about that but in in regards to college basketball this is the big week and then selections come up on sunday a lot of fun. Uh, also, K-State Wildcats, they don't play till Thursday. Yeah, they um, have a, they and, have a uh, first round bye. Big congratulations to the Tigers. I believe this is the highest they've ever been ranked going into the SEC tournament. Is that right? They are, yeah, in the SEC it is. Yeah, yeah. They have a good team. Yeah, they do, they're, man. They're a funny team because they had to struggle to beat a really poor Ole Miss team the other day. But by the same token, though, Missouri can score. They play tough defense, and when their game is on, they're tough to beat. Yeah, man, that's awesome, though. And they've got uh, some tough, tough teams to beat in the SEC. Uh, Arguably one of the best in Alabama. All right, let's switch gears. High school had the championships over the weekend. Who got it? Well, we have the the playoffs in 4, 5, and 6, which is the march to the state championships. 1, 2, and 3 occur this weekend. And it starts on Thursday at the Great Southern Bank Arena along with Hammond Student Center. That's where they'll split the games. It all starts on Thursday as far as local teams are concerned. In Girls Class 1, we have Chadwick. They'll be playing. In uh, There are no boys teams in Class 1 from the area. Class 2, we have Norwood in the girls, and we have Hartville in the boys. And in Class 3, have a very interesting situation. El Dorado Springs is in the girls' competition. And the final game of the first round on Friday which will be in the Great Southern Bank Arena, is an all-area matchup. This just happens to be the way they district out the circumstances. Skyline against Fairgrove, and they'll play at 8 o'clock. Winners all play for the state championship 
on either Friday or Saturday. It does kind of morphs a little bit with the class, but it'll be a whole lot of fun. Then the big schools play for the championship next weekend, all at Great Southern Bank and Hammond Center, and this is the last year for it. They got the That means they got the Ned Suite open and ready to go so you can live there this weekend. <laughs> it'll be fun. Uh, so let's talk about the elephant in the room, Missouri State basketball. You think they're going to get an invitation? I really think it's unlikely. I certainly won't go to the NCAA. The no, Missouri no. Valley Conference representative is going to be Drake. They beat Bradley yesterday. Bradley was the top seed. Drake knocked them off, but they're both good teams. Bradley, because they're the regular season champs, gets an automatic berth in the NIT. Unless they go to the NCAA, and then, of course, they'll take that one, but they won't. It'll be just one team, I'm quite sure. And as far as the Bears are concerned, 17-15 and 15 on the year, Mike. I guess maybe the CBI might call for them, but do you really want to play in that one? It, now, some coaches say, yeah, yeah, I want to give our team a lot of experience. We're bringing most of them back. It'll be a great way to get everybody together. But that's kind of a bogus tournament, in my opinion. Bears have played in it once before. But what makes it bogus is you pay to get in the tournament. Now, it's not a lot of money. It's 27000 bucks. but... What? That's <laughs> not a lot of money. <laughs> Ned, can, I, can you float me alone? <laughs> well, it, it covers maybe... It's relative. A, I, a couple days at the bar, but... Yeah, <laughs> yeah for you, maybe. <laughs> but uh, but you're right, though, because that ex- experience in, is invaluable. And down the road, if you get these guys that they'll say they figure it out next season and they actually do get into the tournament, they're going to be completely green and they're not going to know how to handle it if you can give them this tournament. I will give you a case in point. The Bears did play in this thing under Conzo Martin's second year, and they won the thing. Of course, all the games were here, like all five of them, here, right here in Springfield at the Great Southern Bank Arena. That's pretty much of a home court advantage. Anyway, the Bears won that tournament, and the next year... They won the Missouri Valley Conference regular season tournament. So that's a bigger regular season championship, I should say. And that is a big deal. It can help. By the same token, though, is there any interest? Do the fans turn out to see it? And no, they do not. But we'll see. No invitations have been extended yet, and they won't be until probably this time next week. So we had some spring training happening over the weekend, did we not? We did indeed, and the Mets defeated the Cardinals out, slugged them 7-1 yesterday. Now, after after today's game, I'm sorry, after yesterday's games, the Cardinals players who are involved in the World Baseball Classic are gone. They're off to their training grounds now. Royals beat the San Francisco Giants 5-1. Same thing with them, although there aren't very many Royals players on the uh, World Baseball Classic team. Some, but not but not all. So spring training games will continue. Great chance for some of the younger players now to put their best foot forward. Missouri State goes down to Jonesboro, Arkansas. Takes a doubleheader from Arkansas State on Saturday. A, a doubleheader, Mike, in which they hit five home runs. And then yesterday, lose to Arkansas State 8-7, to but they had another home run in that one. Six home runs for the weekend. This team can hit the devil out of the baseball. Now their pitching still needs some work, but the Bears at 7-4 and four on the year, they're a pretty good team and they're worth, in, in my opinion, worth watching. Our, uh, Drury went up to St. Louis and played Maryville over the weekend and dropped all four games to the Maryville Ball Club. Drury's better than that. They'll, they'll rebound. So we had plenty of baseball going on, and this is the weekend, this coming weekend, is when the World Baseball Classic starts. And the United States team will play Great Britain in the first round, but prior to that, they'll have a couple of exhibition games, one against the San Francisco Giants, 
and another against the Los Angeles Angels. That'll be interesting because <laughs> Big Mike Trout is the captain of the USA World Baseball Classic team, and his team is the Angels. So he's playing against his buddies. This will be interesting. It's a lot of fun. I, wa- I listened to uh, Ned Talk yesterday, and you guys were talking about some of the way the schedule is breaking out and facing certain teams. Mm-hmm. And, and I thought that was an interesting conversation. And when you look at it from the perspective of when a team finally gets to play a team that doesn't normally play them and how, like, for example, your exa- or at least someone's example yesterday was the Cardinals-Yankees at Bush and how that was a very well-attended game. And will be again this year because the Yankees are playing in St. Louis yep. again. This is, this is what we're talking about, folks, is a balanced schedule. That's what it's called. And that's every team plays everybody else. In other words, the Cardinals will play all 29 other teams in Major League Baseball. It's really interesting. And what it, it's kind of punitive to the Cardinals in a way. And I'll tell you why. The Cardinals gained the playoffs last year for a while until Phillies knocked them out. But they did it because they played in one of the weakest divisions yep. in baseball. They had the Pirates. Bring on the Pirates. Cardinals owned that team. And the Cubs and the Reds. None of them were really very good brewers were. Now, this year, it's altogether changed because within that division, Cardinals are still there. But they're playing six games less. Six less. And you're also making some, you're also playing some of the top teams in the other league as well. So it's really interesting how this all works out. I'm, I'm anxious to see what the results are and how things morph. Speaking of which, a little golf played at the Palmer Invitational this weekend. How'd that go? Well, first of all, the purse was $20 million. <sighs> so the winner gets about $3.5 million. And the winner's Kurt Kitayama. A lot of folks aren't familiar with him. He's of Japanese descent, but he's an American, played at Nevada, Las Vegas. Really good player, been around for a number of years, and never had the big win until yesterday. <laughs> he broke a five-way tie on the 17th hole with a birdie and held on to win it by one stroke over Rory McIlroy and some of the big-timers in golf, not the Kitayama's not. Anyway, that's the, the big win, Kurt Kitayama, and a huge win for him in his career. Last but not least, some racing going on in Las Vegas over the weekend. Yeah, the the track that they have, the Las Vegas Speedway, is about 10, 15 miles outside of the city of Las Vegas, and it sits out in the desert, but it was cold yesterday. Now, I think everything's relative, but the fans and there weren't a, it was not a full house, got out out there to watch this race, and William Byron in overtime, on the first lap of overtime, took the lead, away from Martin Truex Jr., who finished finally in seventh place and got the win. William Byron takes the checkered flag. Big win for him. That's all the racing out in the desert. And now this week they go to Phoenix to run at the Phoenix Motor Speedway. Vroom, vroom. Ned, you have a good day. I'll see you tomorrow.